I've been telling you for a long time that SaveWithConrad.com can save you money, but don't take my word for it. Hello. And this is Dave Silva. I'm calling from Save with Conrad. Well, how are you? One morning I heard Conrad mention something about, you know, refinancing and paying some debt off with it. So I was able to get a better rate, um, knock five years off the loan, and my payment stayed the same. So I went for it. What would you say was your favorite part about working with our team? Um, I, I would say just how quick and easy everything was. Uh, you know, Derek was great over the phone and Conrad was great over the phone. It was like I knew both of them and I don't know how I could have made my experience any better. We knocked five years off the loan. Wow. Um, just in the payments, that'd be about $65,000. It was easier to refinance the house than it was to buy the house. What would you say about working with Save with Conrad? Great experience. It was very easy. Uh, everything that he says on the podcast about saving the money and, and the amount of money he can save, uh, it's absolutely true. Would you recommend this to a friend or a, co- a co-worker? Uh, I, I absolutely would, and I have. That's awesome. <laughs> yep, absolutely, man. I, anytime I hear somebody say something, I definitely bring it up. Jason, thank you so much for your time, and, and I really appreciate you, and I hope you have a great day, and thank you for listening to all the shows. Yeah, man, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. That's, that's really cool. So what are you waiting for? Find out how much money you can save right now for free. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. Even credit scores in the 500s can be approved. And if we can't save you money, we won't waste your time. But because we're licensed in more than 40 states, we can help more families than ever before. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and did I mention you can skip your next two house payments? Hurry to SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? Before we start, any questions from Whitney Wright? No. Okay, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Wait, hang on. Are you saying we're not allowed to ask Whitney Wright questions? No, any questions from her directed to me is what I was asking. But hey, Tony Schiavone along with Conrad Thompson. Should we do a run-in with her? Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, a minute ago, we had to have protection. If we're back off of <laughs> you that. You should always have protection. No, Whitney. Oh, you're talking about Whitney that. Wright protection. Uh, yeah. No, she doesn't need that. 
Hmm. She gets tested on a regular basis. Good that's, for her. That's offensive. That's what I like. Be fucking polite, all right? W- uh, what happened when, with the voice of your childhood? I was trying to do that, and okay. you wanted to talk about Whitney <clears throat> Wright. Go ahead. Start again. Three, two, one, go. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Noah Anthony Shivani. Tony Schiavone, what's going on, man? How are you? I love being in the Conradison. We're going to be in the Conradison for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we have, uh, actually, this will be uh, the second of three in the Conradison. I just may come here every weekend for us to record this and, and play it on Mondays and then play it on Wednesdays and just hang out with you guys. you got a nice bed downstairs. and uh, We have it, two great purple mattresses downstairs. I can't sleep on a purple mattress. Why not? I can't. It's against my religion. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll snip it before you lay down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what we're doing today is a little different. We're doing hashtag Ask Tony Anything. Yeah, almost anything. We took, no, anything. anything. You told us yeah, we could anything. even ask if you separate your butt cheeks when you wash out your ace hole. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we took to at WHW Monday on Twitter and said, hashtag Ask Tony is coming. And Tony's ready to answer all of your questions. And, and I like to say this, that I'd like to really answer questions, thoughtful questions, questions that really mean, but I know a bunch of you dickheads out there are just going to ask dumbass questions. That's okay. Why are you being hurtful and rude to our no, listeners I'm being, I'm being honest, okay? Don't be hurtful and rude uh, to Are you going to read one from Bad Money Fucking Slim? Because I know that's a dumbass question. How about Paul Bromwell? That'll be another dumbass question, okay? How about... Uh, are you are you Stoner Dale? He wanted to know how many how many drags of a. <laughs> These are our low key big hogs who support us financially every month, and you're shitting on them. <clears throat> no, they're my friends. This they... is very lowest Shivani behavior of you. <laughs> you have supported her for thirty years, and she shits on you. That's right. They've supported you for two years or three years, and you're shitting on them. I how, feel like it's the same thing. How about Super Dave with one thumb? Okay, how about that? He's an ignorant motherfucker. Yeah, he is, man. All right, Tony. This one comes to us from Dave Silva. He wants to know, Tony, when you want to get your dick real, real hard, what's your go-to? Uh, Dave, it's Blue Chew. Thanks for asking. Well, I thought you were going to say Whitney. It's not Whitney. Whitney doesn't make you hard? No, well, yeah, well, yes, she does. But you're low-key. Listen, this is real life. You're low-key intimidated by Whitney, and that's the reason yes, I am you wanted to be in the Whitney protection program. Th- that, that's right, because I feel that. She exudes sexuality. Yes. You feel like she would consume you. Right. And she would, it would be like one of those uh, animal mating things where the female then turns around and eats the male. And he's dead. Right. Like your soul. She'd suck your soul out of your body. She could if she'd like. Well, if you like sex, you'll love bluechew.com. And that is what Tony needs mm-hmm. if he ever comes toe-to-toe with the great one, the performer of the year, of course, Miss Whitney Wright. Mm. Bluechew.com offers a performance enhancement for the bedroom. Here's the deal. It's not just for guys who can't get their gimmick card like Dave Silva. It's also for guys who want a little performance enhancement. They want an edge, not just guys with low T like Dave Silva. At BlueChew.com, you can get the world's first chewable with active ingredients, you know, the same ones that you see in Viagra and Cialis. Mm-hmm. And here's how it works. A BlueChew.com affiliated physician will work with you to find the right dosage and active ingredient best for you and your body. And because it's a chewable, it can work faster. And man, time is of the essence when you got something like Whitney Wright lined up, right? Ooh, one would think. So here's the deal. Go to bluechew.com right now. If you qualify, you'll be prescribed quickly. Mm. And these chewables can work faster, as we said, 
but they can also be taken on a full or an empty stomach. The online physician consult, well, that's free, so it's cheaper than the other two. It also just takes a couple of minutes, and then you get to skip the awkward in-person doctor visit. You get to skip the awkward waiting in line at the pharmacy. Instead, it shows up discreetly at your house, and I'm talking about fast. Mm -hmm. The chewables from BlueChew.com are made right here in the USA that's talking about the red, white, and blue chew. Get the confidence in bed you need every time with bluechew.com. You and your partner will love it. And we've got a great deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com right now and you get your first order for free. That's right. We're talking rock hard dicks all around for free. <laughs> just use our promo code WHW. Now you do have to pay for the shipping, but it's just $5. And listen, if you're really going to start digging trenches, if you're going to lay the smack down on that cooter, if you're going to lay the pipe, if you're going to run it up in that thing, $5 is a bargain. All right. You're probably spending a lot of other money that evening. Why not make sure she comes back and wants to get more? $5. Just use our promo code WHW at B L U E C H E W.com. That's bluechew.com. And the promo code is WHW. Like what happened when your cock got harder than you ever thought possible. And Tony, when you take a blue chew mm -hmm. and you've got Whitney right in your life, mm -hmm. all this is right with the world. Am I right? It sounds something like this package comes, you tear it open, zip, you chew it. And then boing, and you're ready to go. And listen, if Whitney can't be with you in real life, she could be with you in spirit. Throw in a Google machine, but clear your fucking browser history after. Bluechew.com. Use that promo code WHW. Keep that dick real hard. All right, let's get to it. Michael Eldridge writes in, since Tony is a comic guru, can he play Mary Shag Kill oh. with Catwoman, Harley Quinn, and Wonder Woman? Okay. Uh, I would... Now... Are we talking about the comic book or the uh, TV version? Well, whatever you want. Just because give us an answer. Because I would, I wouldn't marry, I wouldn't marry the Wonder Woman who's on the who's in the movies now. I would marry her in a minute. Okay? No, you should have married the real life Harley Quinn. If we're going with the movie version, uh -huh. man, that that chick who was Harley Quinn who was in. Uh, well, I was going to shag her. Wall Street. Yeah, I was going to shag her. Okay, so you're going to kill Catwoman? Yes. Uh huh. See, I think you'd want to shag. I think you'd want to shag Catwoman. Okay. If you're going by comic book and you'd want to right. kill Harley Quinn. Okay. Because I feel like Catwoman, man, she put it on you. <laughs> and Wonder Woman, you know, you could, she could use her powers and move oh, shit and do stuff. And, you know, that's just me. No. Okay. There you go. Michael Eldridge wants to know, hypothetically, had Tony signed with WWE instead of AEW, would he have lasted longer than Eric Bischoff? No. I would not have. I would have been fired immediately. Because that was in the plan all the time it was not in bruce's plan bruce approached it as really tony could help us out but it was in the back of vince's mind we get shivani here and we get him moved up here we're gonna fire his fucking ass that was the plan i wouldn't have lasted long and that is shoot all right a fucking shoot i get pissed off when i think about the way they treated eric let me tell you what i don't like but i don't like mike whitaker okay. he says if i charge out hey hey it's mm -hmm. conrad can I come clean the basement to get his tag belt? Huh. All right. First of all, Mike, a lot of things to unpack here. Mm -hmm. Number one, why would you charge me? Mm -hmm. I give you five fucking shows a week. That's right. I mean, you've got probably over a, th yeah, over a thousand hours of entertainment for me. Come on, Mike. You can do me this one favor. Mm -hmm. And secondly, thanks for not listening to the show. 
you rat soup eating motherfucker. The belt's in the goddamn attic, right. not the basement. Exactly. All right. What the shit? Thanks, Mike. Chris Hewitt writes in, can you please bring back Tony Reed's rap? No. Josh Kuhn writes in, does Tony have any good Mel Phillips stories from his time in the WWF? Uh, no, except I remember Mel outside always smoking a cigarette. He also wants to know, did Mel ever ask to see Tony's feet? Um, he may have. Uh, had I known what I know now, I would have remembered it. Mm. He may have. He may have tried to suck on my toes. I'm not sure. Would you have let him? Uh, no. Did I ever tell you about my, have I ever told you about my Vince? I know I've told the story about Vince and Pat and Can't. us in Chattanooga. Can't wait. Pat Patterson was, and, and I was traveling with Vince and Pat and Bruce and, uh, whoever. they used to say it like Bruce and Pat, Bruce like Pat, it was a okay. word, Bruce and Pat. Right. And, uh, Terry Garvin was with us at times and, uh, whoever, I can't remember the driver's name, Jim, somebody, uh, and we would like go between towns and we were in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the UTC arena. And Pat was, Pat and I were just having a great time. And Pat was like, you know, giving me, uh, uh, talking to me like, you know, boy, you got a nice ass and stuff like that. And, you know, just, just being very playful with me. He's and fucking with you. He was fucking with to me. To be clear, because mm -hmm. we're going to get shit about what you're about to no, say. No, we're not. He was doing it in a jovial, joking. That's right. That, a, a guy kind of kind fucking of with another the, the guy. guy right. Like, I give you shit. He was right. giving you shit and, in his pat way. In his pat way. And Vince pulled me aside and said, Tony, are you offended by this? Are you uncomfortable with Pat doing that? Because Pat is just joking with you. I said, I'm not at all. I, I, I have a lot of fun. He said, okay, if it ever gets to that point, let me know. So I'm telling you, Vince handled it the right way. Well, because that's just the way guys joke. Right. And that, that's what I was kind of what I said to him. Sometimes, and I, I mean, we're giving a peek behind the curtain. Right. I can't tell you how many times you and I have a conversation a week or a month where at some point in the lull of the conversation, I'll say, hey, do you want to see my dick? Right. And you'll say, well, not today or right. maybe later right. or whatever. That's not me coming on to you. No, that's, that's, that's just fucking with each other. Right. And that's what Pat Patterson was doing, but he was using right. probably right. homophobia at the time. Right. Uh, just of the day. Right. To use it as uh, a weapon to be funny. And it was a funny ha ha. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I just want to be clear about that because I feel like there's a misconception of Pat the Pat did all these inappropriate things to all these folks. No. And there were other people there who were doing that. Right. And he unfortunately gets lumped in with that. And, and he that's shouldn't. unfair. He shouldn't. He gets lumped in because he had a good relationship with guys uh -huh. and, and had a good uh, joking way about his, right. that was his way of dealing with being different. It's right. a coping mechanism right. where when you're different, it's like as a defense mechanism, rather. Right. If I make a fat joke. Right. Then I then you can't make one. Right. Well, you can, but it disarms it. Right. Because I started it. So if anyone made it, wanted to make something of his homosexuality, he already sort of beat you to the punch. Right. We're getting really deep here. We are, but psyche. But he is a very um, anyone I know who has known him for a long time, whether it was Bruce or others, and I I do know others who've known him for decades. They always make it clear. That there were people who were offenders, and we've already said two of the names so far on this show, mm -hmm. who did things they probably, not probably, that they definitely shouldn't have. But Pat Patterson, after all the accusations, as far as I know, he was, not was cleared one. of all that stuff. He was not one of them. 
uh, he, this was, but he was lumped in because he had this joking, jovial right. manner about it, and because he was gay. Exactly, and people would lump all the gay people together, which is the wrong thing to do. Because Mel was, or because Terry was, right. therefore we know Pat was. Right. So because they all have a sexuality in common, they must right. also be, and that's unfair. That is unfair. And listen, I have, I've often, I had a lot of respect for Pat Patterson, and let's face it, we've said it before on this podcast. Pat Patterson will go down as one of the greatest minds ever in this business for finishes, for setting up matches, whatever. He will. Uh, absolutely. Yep. I agree. Okay. All right. Uh, Ken wants wow. to know, we know Nate likes kamikazes. Yeah. And her hmm. likes mules. Yes. What does Tony Schiavone drink? Mules. Just like, just like JR drinks? Just like JR drinks. But you know what I also like? I hate to say this. It's going to really make people laugh at me. I don't give it. I like pina coladas. What? And getting caught in the rain. Do you like making love at midnight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if I have half a brain. Okay. Um, but I do like pina. I like coconut. I like pina coladas. They're fattening. I like frozen pina coladas with with a cherry in it. But I mule my is my drink of choice now because Jr. is my hero. Tony Flowers wants to know, was there an unsung hero in the locker room during the JCP era, a wrestler that you or other wrestlers thought was truly amazing, but never got the quote unquote push. Barry Windham. Ken writes in who's better looking under their mask, Mysterio or Excalibur. Uh, Oh, Mysterio is one of the most, uh, nicest looking men ever. Excalibur looks like, uh, your accountant. Ken also writes in, do you think Pop Pop took a draw on his hummus commercial? <laughs> fuck. Fuck Pop Pop and fuck a hummus and fuck a draw. Ken wants to know, what would Tony's 2020 presidential campaign slogan be? And who would be his running mate? My running mate would be Britt Baker. Uh, I'm already not voting for okay, you. Okay. And it would be vote for us or we're drilling you. Dan writes in, do you think Jeter would have been unanimously voted into Cooperstown? I think he should have been. That's what I mean. Should have been. Yes, he should have been. Absolutely. I mean, if if Mario uh, uh, Mario got, I mean, Mariano Rivera got. I know voted, he meant. Yeah, if he got voted in, why not Jeter? Jesus Christ! It had to be one hater. Well, there's always a hater. You know what that hater is? He's on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, wrestling pop culture and polls writes in. Why are you Britt Baker's bitch? Is your new nickname Triple B? Uh, I'm Britt Baker's bitch because I understand Britt and Britt and I talked one time, uh, before we were doing an interview and I looked right into her beautiful, big brown eyes. Oh God. And I was thinking that, you know, I really understand her. Jonathan writes in, should the Astros have to give back the world series trophy? Absolutely not. Jesus Christ. Stop it. No. All right. Who are they going to give it to? Your mom. Deplorable Ombre writes in F. Mary Kill, oh. Francine, mm -hmm. Whitney Wright, oh. Lois Shivani. Okay, we're going to kill Lois. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a feeling I know how the other two go, okay. but let's finish it out. We're going to marry Francine. Yeah. Okay. And what are we doing with Whitney? Okay. We're going to F her okay. repeatedly. And just let me say if something happens to Lois by the time this drops, it was not you. It was not me. And don't use this in the court of law. You have an, uh, we, you do have an alibi. Yeah, I have an alibi. I was not there. 
Okay, Paul Diamond writes in. I wonder if that's the Paul. Probably not. Uh, if Lois is out of town and Tony is at home alone, what is his go-to meal besides hummus and marijuana edibles? No, it's uh, peanut butter sandwiches. Uh, and uh, I've got these protein bars called Nugos. And, and fried bologna. No, I don't eat fried bologna. Okay. Uh, Crimson Mask 49 also now Did Tony catch another peek at the baby's arm on the Jericho's cruise? Maybe one for old time's sake. Uh, no, because I didn't even see him on the Jericho cruise. Um, my deal on the Jericho, me and JR did the same thing on the Jericho cruise. We got there the day before. The night before, uh, we took, uh, a driver took us to the port. We got on the boat, spent all day on the boat, did the show, and then got off the boat and left. Uh, and didn't even see Flair, didn't see Bischoff. So we were not, I was not on the cruise. I was on the show. River City Handsome writes. Yeah. What comes first in the Shivani household, the chicken or the dickin? Chicken does. And that is a shirt available now mm-hmm. over at LoisRules.com, chicken or the dickin. <laughs> uh, Mike writes in, are you going to get to see Kiss at all during their last tour? I don't think so. And the reason I don't think so is because I think when they're in Atlanta, it's on a Wednesday. And... This won't be their last tour. How many last tours have they had? Every other year. That's right. Friend of the show, Scott, writes in, besides WHW Monday, does Tony listen to any of uh, Hey, Hey, It's Conrad's podcast? No. Have you never listened to any of them at all? I have listened to part of them, but I don't. Which I don't, one did you listen to? I listened to Bruce's. But never Eric, never JR, never Arn? No. But you, you, you have heard Arn because you... I talk about mocking breathing. Yeah, yeah. I I listen when you and Arn. I listen when you you the first one with Arn because I helped set up that equipment. Yeah, you did I a went, terrible job, by the way. Really? Well, <laughs> I sent a mic processor that you didn't install, and I've never seen since. You did not send a mic processor. You have a DBX two eighty six mic processor. Okay. And you never you said I didn't know where it went, so I just okay. didn't do anything with it. All right. Well, you didn't send me enough cords to set it up then. Oh, you, uh, which one of us is this is radio not, you did not send a DBX mic processor. Yes, I did. You know, you think you did, but what's sitting in his house is not a DBX mic processor. I know because I worked with one. I know because I had two in my studio. Okay. Well, the, and I unplugged one and boxed it up and sent it. Well, you sent it to pro wrestling tees cause Arn didn't get it. I didn't send it to pro wrestling tees. Okay. Um, you want me to go back and set it up? I'll fucking set it. Anyway, I listened to the first one because I wanted to hear how it was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, could you have told him to back up off the microphone so <laughs> he's not eating the motherfucker? Because I'm still working with him on that. <laughs> Josh Kuhn writes in, uh, can Tony give us a Klondike Bill story, even if we've already heard it before? <sighs> well, I went with Klondike Bill to Savannah, Georgia, and Klondike Bill, I'm telling you, from the time that we left Charlotte, North Carolina, he had the ring in the back of the truck. From the time we pulled out of the ballpark until the time we got to Savannah, Bill talked about one thing, and that was pussy. That's all he talked about. And he talked about how he liked it, and he told me all the stories about getting the kibasi and taking the kibasi and, and running under hot water so it wouldn't be so you got out of the fridge and it wouldn't be so cold, and how he ate it in the morning, and how he used to you know, eat girls' pussies for like uh, – hours upon hours and he said i had a girl pass out on so anyway he was like we were we were driving and i said bill we pulled over to a convenience store and i got him a book you know one of these uh you know shitty porn books a jacket bag a ja- and as he's driving i'm saying bill look at this and he's going oh my god what i would do with that 
And that was also the, the day that we came back that night and there were panties in the in the parking lot and we only had the lights of the truck. I said, Bill, look at panties. He got out of the truck and he walked over to it. He picked them up. He looked at them. He showed them to me in the light and he just stuck them in his mouth and went, rah, 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 rah. I wish your pussy was attached to this. Rah, 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 rah. My goodness. But yeah, that's Bill. Parking lot panties. Parking lot panties. That I love Bill. Love Bill. Uh, Deplorable Ombre also writes, mm. if Best in Brewing were to create a beer called the Klondike Bill, what ingredients would go into it? Uh, it would be, uh, it would be some, uh, some pubic hairs. It would be uh, some estrogen. It would be a tampon. Oh, Jesus. Let's move on. <laughs> Captain Zach writes, what drink from Starbucks is one that really put butts in the seats? The uh, the nitro cold brew. Brandon O'Shea writes, if Tony could only pick one greatest night in the history of our great sport, what would it be without question? Without question, it would be the end of WCW. No, you're, yeah. seriously, is it Goldberg beating Hogan in the nitro? Oh, seriously? In the Georgia Dome? Uh, that was probably it, yeah. Uh, Mick Dolman writes, if Tony were to become a masked Lucha Cruiserweight, what would his ring name be? Uh, El Purbo. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can't beat that. <laughs> El Purbo. Rob wants to know. With a big W on my crotch for Whitney. Dude, you know if you keep flirting with her through the show, she's going to throw you a mercy bang. <laughs> A mercy bang. Let, let's, let's, Is there a such thing as a mercy bang? Absolutely. <laughs> what the fuck? A mercy bang. Dude. Dude. I wish Mer we do you Mercy bangs are a real thing. Do you have her number? Yeah, I have her number. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll send her a text. Hey, hey, can I get a mercy bang? You know, here's the deal. It's five thirty where she is. Yes. If I called right now, she's probably awake. Ugh. She don't. would answer. I know, don't. You want her to do it right now? No, don't, because I'll get a woody right here in the middle of the show. Here's the deal. Can we agree that if we're ever in the same, if we know we're going to be in the same town as her, and, and I know that this is this relationship has advanced to the point it has right now, uh, will you promise uh, me that you're going to get waxed before you do this? I just need you to get a Brazilian just so you're ready. Don't start. Okay. Don't start. Rob wants to know, did you buy the biscuit yet? Did I buy the biscuit yet? Yeah. No. What day are we getting one? Uh, we're getting one on Thursday. Okay. You need my help? Nope. All right. Good for you. Uh, Rob wants to know, can you guys do a show on David Flair hmm. and his run in the NWO? That run of Nitro and Thunders was awesome. Yeah. Also, if you can, Tony, please try being nice to Ric Flair. Okay. Uh, we will not do a show on David Flair because of what he has done in this business. Uh, what has he done? He's fucked. Uh, Stacy Keebler and left her. Well, that's why we should ce we should celebrate him. Oh, okay. Can you imagine what a man that is? No, like, really? It, the, it, it, that 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 is a man. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That is on, a fucking on. idiot. No, he's not a fucking idiot. Let's run through this. Okay. He had the the wherewithal mm -hmm. to get that, lose it, and then be like, "I'm gonna keep going." Yeah. A lesser man, me or you, mm -hmm. would have chased it after the rest of our lives. Or we just would have ended it. Right. Or we would have said, I'm asexual now. 
Right. He had kids after Stacy. Right. Okay. To me, I would have sworn off it forever. Yeah, he, he moved on. You're right. Yeah, like, he, imagine if every day for a long time mm-hmm. you had Ruth's Chris steak. Mm-hmm. And now after that, you're just like not allowed to go in there anymore. Right. It's going to be a situation. Right. How can you even have an appetite right. for steak after that? Right. Just saying. Uh, I'm not mean to pop pop. I you think. are mean to pop no, pop. No, I'm not mean to pop pop. I'm never mean to senior citizens, okay? I'm married one. I'm not mean to pop pop. All right? He's an old fucker who's never eaten hummus in his fucking life. It's probably okay? It's Unless probably Wendy right. tells him to. If Wendy tells him to, he does. He'll eat it. Okay? So I'm not mean to him. I love you, him. You know what I just realized? What? She's the nature whisperer. Yes, she is. That's a good way of saying the boss. Okay. That's okay. Uh, I recently unblocked her, by the way. Yeah, well, it's a whole story. I bet. Uh, Dave Gray writes in, Family back in the JCP days, what was the process for TBS tapings? And I remember watching the Saturday AM show, the Sunday PM show, and then the Sunday show. Did you tape all three straight through? Were there breaks between? How did all that work? Well, uh, for the TBS shows, we would go in in the mornings and we would tape the two-hour show first. Then we'd take a little break and tape the one-hour show, which was championship wrestling. Uh, the uh, the the one that was on Sunday nights, uh, if I recall, Jr. and I would come back later and tape them. Now, what we would do for uh, worldwide and for Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, or later would come NWA Pro Wrestling, we would go out and tape those shows, uh, and we would tape them in arenas like Spartanburg, Greenville. Sometimes Charlotte, very you know, some of the smaller arenas around the Charlotte area, and we would tape them live to tape. They weren't posted, in other words. We would not go back in the edit suite and put uh, packages in them. If we had a package, we would roll it in right now. So by the time the taping was over, they would have the exact tape to put on the air. We had no edit, no editing facilities. It was really, really raw. And, and I, as I found out after I moved to the WWE in 1989, it was very, very stupid to do it that way. Kevin Gall writes in, do you have a favorite Goldberg match or moment? Well, again, it's the, it's what happened in the Georgia Dome. Uh, tell us something behind the scenes, something off camera, anything like that about Goldberg? Uh, behind the camera about Goldberg? Anything. Yeah, I, I think uh, Goldberg was uh, a very intense individual. Behind the scenes, too. And I think uh, he, he alienated a lot of people because of it. Uh, Jeremy wants to know, what is Tony's favorite PN News rap song? And what's his favorite PN News match? Well, the, my favorite PN News rap uh, match was the was the scaffold match when he was so fucking scared he couldn't even get up off his hands and knees. Great American Bash 91. Right. Baltimore. Right. And my favorite PN, <clears throat> PN News rap song is... Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. I, would, I remember one time he did something with salt and pepper. Remember that? They, and that was pretty cool. Uh, JR probably hates them. They're always talking about their, their almighty fucking push. <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee's wants to know, has Tony seen Sonny's porno? No, I've not. Oh, we're fixing that today. Okay, good. You know, she poots. I know. That's what I heard. Um, well, she, women, she like breaks wind or actually slides out a turd. No, she breaks wind. Okay. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Taz texts me and Taz? says, uh, Hey, what are you doing? And I texted a picture of you 
talking into the microphone. Uh-huh. Okay. So this is present situation, uh-huh. taping a pod. Uh-huh. How are you? And he sends the crying emoji and says, Tony Schiavone, <laughs> tell him I said he's a mark. Do <laughs> you know how much I love Taz? A lot. Taz is, again, one of those misunderstood guys. Oh, God. He gets a bad rap. When Taz becomes your friend, you have a friend for life. Well, hey, let me tell you a Taz story, okay? I'm ready for I, it. I'm not going to tell the entire... Give me enough. Okay, I'll give you enough. There is a rib that I've been playing on Taz. Behind. Oh, you told me what this is. Okay. We can share that. Okay. We can share that. We can share that? You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I had a placard made for Taz's name. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Back up. Okay. The placard... We're talking about a production meeting. Right. And in the production meetings, there's like a head table right. that faces the rest of the crew. Right. And the head table is all the EVPs and right. Tony Khan. One says Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, and Kenny Omega. Those are the placards. And those are the only placards in the room. Right. Everyone else, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, the rest of the cast and crew, sits facing that head table. Right. Almost like a press conference, if you will. Or sometimes around tables, we all sit in there. Yeah. Either way. Right, right. And you decided to mm-hmm. have some of the staff on the AEW crew, mm-hmm. let's make Taz a placard mm-hmm. and put it where he's supposed to sit. Right. Just to make him uncomfortable right. and make him feel like he's a big star and he gets special treatment from right. everyone else. Right. And now you told me you were going to do this a week before you did it. I did it. Now that it's happened, okay. what was the fallout? Okay. I walked in, and I, I had we had put it up, and I had to go up and do a podcast. And I walk, when I walked in, I kind of looked his way, and it, there was an empty chair and with Taz on it up there. And he just looked at me and said, you motherfucker. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? He said, you know what I'm talking about. And I looked up, I said, oh, my God, you got to you got a place at the head table now. Get up there and sit down there right now. All right, so we took it down, right? Second week, I had to put up there again, all right? And I walked in. He did the same thing, you motherfucker. And then all of a sudden, I, I looked, and I think, I think I really got some heat with Taz. So I told the guys, I say, third week, don't do it. Until I tell you to do it again, don't do it. And then Taz says, listen, if you think I'm really pissed off at you, I'm not. You'll fucking know when I'm pissed off at you. Yes, you will. I said, okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> but I love him. God, man. And I, I love him because... He, the, the, the rib is he takes himself very seriously. Right. He's very serious about his business. Yes, he is. And he's not a rib guy. No, he's a pro. He and, really is. And he's not going to rib you, and you're not going to rib him. Right. And he's going to do his best, and he's going to go home. Right. It's very uh, blue-collar, right. clock in, clock out, let's get our shit done, yeah. Jones. And when guys try to have funny, he's like, I don't fuck with the funny ha-ha's. <laughs> he gets real serious. Now, if he wants to joke around, yeah. it's on his terms, God damn it. Exactly. Not yours. Exactly. And and he does not have an appetite for your sense of humor. No, so he doesn't. And when you told si- me you were going to do it, I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. <laughs> he's either going to see the humor in it or yeah. RIP, OTF. Yeah. And, of course, I've been now for the last two years, been in the Conrad School of Fuckery. Fucking with people. And so my... Uh, Your fuckery level's uh, another level now. <laughs> it, it really is. So, but I mean, the reason I love Taz is because of the shows that we've watched together and watching his work. Fuck. Just fucking r- tremendous. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I was talking to somebody they, when we were backstage and I said, hey, do you remember? I said, uh, somebody asked me, when did you see... Uh, 
one of these Japanese wrestlers in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I said, uh, I said when I went to uh, when I went to the uh, Madison Square Garden show uh, right during WrestleMania weekend, and Taz heard me say that. They said, "You fucking mock." <laughs> so yeah, I love him. Yeah, I'm one of the great performers of well, all time. Well, in fairness, the reason yeah. he went to that show is because your son really, really wanted to go. Yes, uh-huh. it was important to him to uh-huh. see the historic New Japan Ring of Honor show at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And somebody got you great tickets. I don't remember who, but you've it, never mentioned it. No, it was you. Okay, thanks. Okay. Hey, see that JW Marriott right there? Yes. That, as we're, we're in the Conradison Theater, mm-hmm. we're looking at the JW Marriott from downtown LA next to the Ritz Carlton Caddy Corner from the Staples Center right by LA Live. Mm-hmm. That is where Ric Flair and Jim Ross were staying when they did the 2K symposium deal. Mm. For SummerSlam, for the video game that ultimately led to Jim Ross's dismissal. Wow. That is also the hotel where JR arranged a meeting mm-hmm. with one of the power players, power brokers at Fox mm-hmm. to meet with Kevin Dunn to put together the historic television rights deal. Wow. Jim Ross was integral in that. Wow. Of course, he didn't get a, a VIG on that. Yeah. Fuck. Jim, Ro- Jim Ross is one of the great negotiators of all time well he's so he really is what what, what's great about jim is jim understands give and take jim is not a fan of a one-sided deal right and that's that's at least been my experience with seeing how jim does business everybody gets their fair share and there's really no further discussion about it yeah adam worth writes in what was your favorite and least favorite coliseum video project my favorite Coliseum video project was the first one, which was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And the reason it was my favorite one was because I remember taking it to New York City. Of course, this was the days before you would, you know, email it to them or put it on the Dropbox. I remember taking it to New York City with the Coliseum video people and showing them what I did. And they were like astounded. They like, oh, my God, this is like one of the best edited produce videos we've ever had and they really stroked my ego and i think it was uh, i mean it was really really well done and for back in the day that was my favorite my least favorite was we did a we would do these uh uh what they called i I call them rack jobs but they were just they were the cheaper videos and they were like the best of and i did a best of wrestlemania video and i had a picture of marty Jannetty. And uh, Shawn Michaels, the Rockers, with their hands raised as the champions, and Vince shit on it, saying that Coliseum video cover does nothing for me to want to buy that fucking video. And I remember feeling that, well, I'm not doing a good job. So four great questions in a row here. Okay, K Scam Man writes in. It was a time frame of Nitro where the ringside handheld cameras had what appeared to be rain gear on them. Is that what they were? And if so, why? Seems ridiculous. I, you know, I know. There was, if there if there was only rain gear, it was maybe because that there was blood and they didn't want to get blood splattered on them. That's the only thing I could think of. Uh, or they were just trying something new. Big Jake Black writes, how was it to call SummerSlam 89? What was your favorite match at that event? My favorite match at SummerSlam 89 was the last match. Yeah, the the main event. The main event. And the reason it was the last match because I was calling a Hulk Hogan match and because on pay-per-view, baby, come on. On pay-per-view. And because I was I was really trying to make Tiny Lister, who was not a wrestler, seem 
like a wrestler and like a really threat to Hogan. So I thought that was, I thought I was, I really thought I was trying to enhance something that really needed enhancing. B Miller wants to know what's it like to be a certified sex God and how do you deal with all the cooch cooch now that you're a big TV star? Well, um, I deal with it quite well because of my age. Late to the nitro party writes in F Mary kill Mm. buff van hammer. Evan courageous. Okay. I know you're killing Evan. Yeah. He's dead. Yep. Okay. Uh, this is tough now. This is tough. I have to F one. Gonna have to marry one. Okay. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to marry buff and I'm up to, uh, I agree with that because if you married buff, he'd be gone every weekend. Right. His penis is going to do a lot of damage to right. you. We know right. that. Right. You have to watch your wallet around him. Right. Um, I, I don't want to kill, kill. I don't want to marry Van Hammer cause I probably have to bail him out of jail you know what now that i'm thinking about it if you married van hammer it would not be any different because he'd be in jail and he'd be here right so maybe you should marry van hammer that's that's a good point yeah, I'll so let's, let's put I'll your thing that down under it and reverse it okay by the way we had a lot of fun with that uh really real deal i hope van hammer pulls the nose up like yeah. this is not what was accu- what he's accused of right now is, is no good no like, that's a bad that's a horrific hit and situation. run on a kid yeah and clearly some things are not going right in his life and i'm glad the kid's okay and and i hope that the kid is 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 perfectly fine and obviously it was a traumatic situation but we we think he's okay from what Mm -hmm. we've read reports but i hope that van hammer pulls the nose up and he's okay because you don't ever want to see somebody in a bad way like that you don't especially when it's a part of the extended wrestling family even though he is who he is and what he is um we don't want this story to have a bad ending. No. I hope he can be one of the great success stories that we've heard so many times before. Very well said. Uh, Jeremy G wants to know, since Tony loves hobo food, mm-hmm. has he ever eaten food from the trash? No, I'm not. But then again, my life's not over yet either. So in fairness, mm-hmm. I think what he means, cause this is a George Costanza type moment. Not like you went dumpster diving. Okay. But like, Lois cleaned out the fridge and she threw out something that you were like, God damn it. I wanted to eat that. <laughs> right. No, and it's right on top. Yeah. No, not like it's at the bottom. No, but in, in my house, it wouldn't matter if Lois throws out anything. I'll let her throw it out. Well, the, the trouble is Lois don't throw out nothing. That's right. Scotty Nobel writes in, what is the Starbucks drink you most disliked making? Ooh. Uh, the Starbucks drink I most dislike me- would be if someone would come in and want a Frappuccino, but want it uh, a different way. You can, you know, they would come in and say, I want two pumps of uh, chocolate, two pumps vanilla, sprinkles. So- sounds like a Whitney Wright video. Yeah. Uh, late to the Nitro Party writes in, what was Tony's go-to Waffle House order? Oh, he said my- it passed in, it's like you passed away. No, my go-to what was steak and eggs. Really? That, yeah, that two dollar steak. You know that Jr. talks about. Can I recommend the uh, the Texas cheesesteak sandwich? Mm, really? Here's the move: you go Texas cheesesteak sandwich. It comes with bacon. Get the bacon on the side limp, and then get hash browns in the ring. Everybody's going crazy with this scattered bullshit. Just try it the way God intended. Inside the hash brown ring, a little squeeze of ketchup on there. Squeeze of ketchup. Chef's kiss. Wow, you you're a a Waffle House regular. Well, here's the thing. I got it down pat. Yeah. And uh, how about this? Charlotte Flair, same order. She's the really? same way. Uh, late to the Nitro Party writes in, did you or any of your fellow announcers have rats? No. 
Well, some of your announcement no. friends. Mike Tanay was a coos hound from way back. Really? Oh, dude. Well, he never shared. Really? He, with, bo- he bogarted the coot. Apparently, that's what he told me. Okay. Uh, Sven Hillbilly Nietzsche writes in. <laughs> Big Tom. <laughs> that's his name. Really? Uh, Repeat that name again for me. Sven Hillbilly Nettie. Okay. Right. Big Tone. Yo. Did anyone backstage think that Nash and Hall, et cetera, were legitimate Vince McMahon plants? And did it ever lead to genuine tension that we never saw? I think there was a faction backstage that really thought they were. But I think that faction that thought they were, were jealous about the push they were getting. And we're just trying to call shit. You're about to get in a lot of trouble here. Really? Tough question. Maybe the toughest you'll answer all day. Well, RJ writes in, whose wife is your favorite? Conrad's, Silva's, or Jay-Z's? Uh, it's Conrad's. There you go. Because she's behind us somewhere. She's upstairs. I hear her walking. Yeah, that, that's that's upstairs. Okay. Uh, Gilbert, sometimes Pat writes in, what are Tony's thoughts on the upcoming The Batman film with mm. the Robert Pattinson role as right. the new Bruce? Well, I've seen a couple of pictures, uh, and I really don't, I really don't like the uh, the suit. However, because I'm a Batman Mark, I'm I'm very excited about it. Any type of new turn on Batman that they take. I don't know what you can do with Batman that hasn't been done before. I mean, he's a vigilante whose parents were killed, and he battles the Joker and all these crazy creeps from Arkham Asylum. What else can you do? Hopefully they do something different. Larry White writes in, what are your thoughts on hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert? Uh, One of the greatest minds in the business that never had a chance to really make it big. Brad Main writes in, Trish Stratus or Stacey Keebler. Uh, Stacy Keebler. Keebler. My God. Stacy pretty much trumps everybody, doesn't she? Yeah. Tim Riggle writes in, have you watched the new Birds of Prey movie? And if so, what are your thoughts? I'm not, uh, but I did see a Suicide Squad. I wasn't too cool on that, but uh, I'll wait until it comes out on, on Apple TV and I'll watch it. Concussed Jones writes mm-hmm. in, when is AEW going to book Tony versus Britt Baker in a Lois on a pole match? Mm-hmm. Well, Lois could never get up on a pole, number one. Well, she did back when she was younger, back in college. Yeah, well, that's just a, a terrible rumor that was perpetrated in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, but uh, no, I would never. I would never wrestle Britt Baker. I would only help her. What about tussling? A, would you tussle? Yes. Her? Would you let her put you over? Well, yes. Shivani sauce writes in, when will you unveil a spicy version of your legendary cheese sauce? Okay. Tell the, tell the Shivani sauce people. I know who you are. Yeah. It's Louie. It's Louie. Fuck you, Louie. Why is Louie weird and want you to have a Shivani cheese sauce? I don't know. Do you know what I did with Louie? Gay sex. (laughs) No. (laughs) What? (laughs) Louie was, Louie, Louie was begging. Okay. Was begging for 1700 followers. So one morning, Wait, why seventeen hundred? He he was like he was like he was like at, a, he was like at sixteen ninety two, and he he saw me and he said, he said I need eight more followers to get to seventeen hundred. I said, well, Louis, I'm not gonna help you out because I'm not gonna follow you. And he said, I really I'm on Twitter. I just need eight. So the next morning I got up and I said, please follow Weird Louis, and. Guess what? Hey, speaking of weird motherfuckers, we're not talking to. Okay. Okay. Dave Silva's here. All right. So, hey, it, hey no, Dave, how you no, doing? No, don't you fucking acknowledge him. I'll tell you why <laughs> next week. 
Okay, where's your where's your what happened when pullover? You bunch of fucks. You and you and Conrad both got the Arn. Is, is, some, is somebody Arn Anderson you like better than me? In fairness, okay. Megan bought these for us. Oh, and here's why: because the what happened when one is purple. Oh, uh, purple is pretty good. You just said you wouldn't sleep on a purple mattress. But that does. I wasn't talking about the color. Okay. But, but here, you know what? Hey, that, that's I, I'd like an orange pullover too because you know why? It would go with my orange flip flops that I got at my house. <laughs> Did you never give those to Arn? No, fuck no. You're there every week. It, it's his shoe size, not yours. Okay, I haven't even put them on. Boy, what was I talking about? Oh, about how you how I got you a Christmas present. So you no, so so wait a minute. What are you talking about? So as we're looking at this now. Did you give me a wedding present? Uh, yes, I did. What was it? I can't remember. See, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, so I said, you didn't get you a Christmas shut the fuck up, Dave. I'm doing something. I here. went to your dumbass okay. daughter's wedding. Okay. Help pay for the motherfucker. No, did you not? <laughs> no, you didn't. You, you didn't. A goddamn you didn't help pay for the fucker. You paid for it. And, and, and I brought a present. You sure did. And you didn't even fucking not. Did you not come to mind? Okay. You, you, you didn't send me a present and you sent an aging girl trying to pass her off as your daughter. After I'd been to her wedding, I know what she looks like. We never talked about this. Yeah. You said an Asian girl. So anyway, as your daughter. So I'm going to finish this story. I said, uh, I sent out this tweet. Will everyone please follow weird Louie here at team Louie? He's my favorite pain in the ass. Okay. So guess what? Louie went from 1,900, 1,692 followers. Now he's got 1,711 followers. So you made it. He made it. Don't post that. Uh, Jason Camden wants to know, okay, Tone Loke, suck as guys to know. Yeah. What's the worst injury you've seen live in the ring? Oh, I bet I know the answer. Yeah, the Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious, dude. Yeah, broken Ugh. leg, yeah. It's terrible. Uh, Dad Bod God wants to know, are you a jacket on or jacket off, man? Uh, I'm a jacket on. <laughs> I got one on right now. What does it say, Dave? I think he wanted you to say. I don't want to say jacket off, off, man. I get it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Forever Chasing wants to know, is Blue Chew mad at Tony for admitting he's been limp for 30 years? In fairness, we didn't say he's been limp for 30 years. We said he hadn't fired off in 30 years. You sometimes recreationally get it hard. And you've taken a few ladies to pound town. But at this point, your body has forgotten how to... Is that right? Do I have that right? No, I'm not going to acknowledge taking a few ladies to pound town at all. Wait, you've been digging trenches <laughs> nationwide. It's been very well established. You're a no. big TV star. No, I'm not. Uh, Tony, here's a great question from the real Eric M. Did Tony ever get himself some fresh new balances after the promo Jay-Z, Flair, and Chelsea cut on him? And if so, what color are they? And did he also buy a new pair to mow the grass in? Uh, no, I wore Skechers. But I love Chelsea. Uh, Ninja Lust. Rob. Actually, I lust Chelsea. I got some cool pictures to show you later. <laughs> oh, God. Ninja Rob, Rob writes in, on the anniversary episode of WHW, well, we I heard Connor there's, there's the narrate his email to Tony Shivani proposing a new podcast. Was this email sent at the time Tony appeared on Woo Nation? Uh, run that by me again. Never mind. No, they, no, it was. It was after Woo Nation. Is anybody here, Tony? Uh, uh, kid in the front row? 
yeah. Is someone going to answer the door is my question. Yeah, there's okay. multiple adults up there. That okay, thank you. Okay. Slizzard. Slizzard? Slizzard writes in. <laughs> what the fuck name? Any good Sean Mooney stories? Uh, No. Is Sean doing NWA? Uh, Unfortunately, he is, yes. Oh, I want him to be a part of Is he fucking hard up for shit to do? No, he wants to be involved in the wrestling business. Okay. And oh, I tried to get him a gig with AEW, but they said, we've already hired two of your announcer, three of your announcer friends. Mm -hmm. How many more of your fucking cronies do we need? <laughs> and I said, well, that's a fair point. <laughs> so, and technically, Sean Mooney was first in line, but Taz cut the line. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Taz, I love you. I did say he loves you too. He yeah. did. He, he did loves, reply. Yeah. Uh, when I said, "Hey, he just told the production meeting story," he said, "LMAO, he got me good." So. <laughs> okay. Do you know that production story, Dave? No. Oh, well, we listen to the podcast. You yeah, fuck. you son of a bitch. Listen to the motherfucking podcast. Uh, John King wants. Do to me a favor, Dave. Yeah. Kill Go to Chick Fil A and get me something. I fuck. Take off the Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave now, Tommy. John King writes in. How, uh, how would you describe the smell of Cincinnati? The smell of Cincinnati? The smell of Cincinnati. It smells like a John Moxley fight. Okay. Sean Wolford writes, what's your favorite cornet story? And did you go to his first wedding back in 87? Did not go to his first wedding. My favorite cornet story is the one that I've told many times. The time we went to Columbia, South Carolina, and he ate a triple cheese with everything at Wendy's and said, I'm going to have to shit really soon. And really, literally <laughs> five minutes later, he had to run out in the woods and take a shit. But here's the thing. If you've listened to any of Jim Cornette's podcasts, you know... That as you guys are eating these burgers, because you ate it on the road, right? Right, as, as you're we're driving. Driving. Right. He is notorious, or not notorious, famous for a burger towel. Right. He had a towel that he tra that he traveled with, right. just so he could put it over his uh, chest and lap, right. So he wouldn't spill any of the burger drippings on himself, right. Uh, so when he has to defecate. How does that work in the woods there? Well, he has to use that towel to wipe oh, his ass. Oh, God. I mean, so the burger towel became an ass towel? It became an ass towel. Well, where's the towel now? It's still in the woods. So the ultimate Jim Cornette collectible is somewhere on the side of the interstate it in sure the woods is. in South Carolina? In the woods in South Carolina. Boy. Been there since 86. Got to find that Cornette collectible. CornetteCollectibles.com. <laughs> uh, Jonathan writes in, have you watched hashtag Star Trek Picard yet? What do you think of the direction of the modern hashtag Star Trek? I love it. Absolutely love each and every bit of it. I'm, have you been watching it, Dave? Mm -hmm. great, no no one it? cares what Dave's doing. Don't talk to him. <laughs> okay. Fucking um, great. Do you think that Agnes is the mother of the twins? I do. I do too. Oh my God. How about that? I Mark, figured Mark that out. Mark Dryden writes, okay. was there ever someone WCW signed that made you think, why did they sign this person? Yes. Evan Courageous. What about Lanny Poffo? Lanny Poffo? Oh, I, no, I like Lanny. Ralphus. Yeah, I like Ralphus. Lash LaRue. Well, fucking idiot. Tank Abbott. Uh, Big yeah. Al. Big, oh, yeah. Okay, we just saw that, didn't we? Yes, we did. Uh, Rad Eagle wants to know, Tony, what was the worst match you've ever called? Oh, wow, the worst match I ever called. It was probably the Big Al, uh, now that I've you know got to see it again, the Big Al match with uh, Tank Abbott. It's probably the worst match I've ever called. Garrett wants to know, seriously, Tony, what's the beef with Flair? There's no beef with Flair, but I'm the one that's been eating fucking hummus, not him, motherfucker. I have no beef with him at all, cocksucker. Mitchell yeah. wants to know, what was Klondike Bill's favorite pizza topping? Uh, it would be, uh, it would be uh, leg cheese. 
Kenneth Smith wants to know, I'm a relatively new person to this podcast, <laughs> but often here you guys mention Tony and his love for comics. Yes. So I'd like to ask Tony if he has a favorite comic book writer or a specific series. I read a lot of comics and his answer may introduce me to something new. No, I, I don't have a, I don't have a favorite comic book writer or series. I really like the, uh, really, really like the, the swamp thing series really Sh good sean mulligan writes what was more of a surprise to you seeing hulk hogan come to wcw or rick flair go to the wwf uh rick flair going to the wwf uh reed redding writes at starcade 2000 lex Luger cut a promo where he referred to himself as the michael jordan of wcw mm -hmm. in tony's opinion who was the true michael jordan of wcw sting rick flair was the answer okay sorry uh sprinkle of ginger right well, because of the hummus i got pissed off at rick does Tony still love a good old funnel cake and an HJ? <laughs> I love funnel cakes. I haven't had one in years. Haven't had a funnel cake or an HJ? Either one. Whitney, right. Um, <laughs> Eddie writes in, any standout memories of the Cow Palace? Uh, the only standout memory I have of the Cow Palace is that we would go out to eat at... Uh, down on the wharf afterwards. Uh, the real Eric M writes, <laughs> Mellow Yellow or Cheerwine? Fucking Mellow Yellow. Sorry, you North Carolina people. Joe Santiago writes in, Tony, is there any chance you put a diamond in your beard? What did What did Joe ask? Any chance you put a diamond in your beard? A diamond in my beard? Yeah, you like rap now. Would you put a diamond in your beard? <laughs> You're trying to flex and floss on these Joe, haters and shit. Joe, what kind of fucking question is that, Joe? Is Joe coming to Loki Big Hog thing this year? I hope so. I think so. He's offering to drive us around. What was great is he said, hey, I'll drive you around. And I'm like, Joe, we're in, we're, we're, we're in my town. So unless Dave curbs all my wheels, yeah. <laughs> we'll have vehicles that week. Well, you know, the thing about it is Joe only Joe left on, like, only stayed like a day last time. Pussy Bucket writes in. <laughs> <laughs> better, this, better. This, these are our people. <laughs> <laughs> better quality of rats. WWF, WCW, AEW, or the Atlanta Braves? Uh, JCP. Oh, not even on there. There you yeah. go. Uh, Travis Peters writes in, on a recent episode of Dynamite, you got earrings now. Mm -hmm. What's the story behind that? Midlife crisis? Travis, thanks for listening to the show. Mm -hmm. He's had this middle of the mall shit for what, a decade? Oh, a decade, yeah. Yeah, since I was, I got uh, I got my ears pierced on my fiftieth birthday, and uh, and then of course a number of years later, uh, the Atlanta Braves came calling, and they said earrings got to go, and now they're back. Uh, Bobby Salsa writes in: Does Tony have any WCW memorabilia that he actually values? Uh, no. Jimmy writes in: Tony, if you're going to pick your own entrance music, what would it be? Oh my God, it would be. Uh, Roll with it by uh, Stevie Winwood, I think. And Flames eight one one writes, "What does Tony no, well, think?" Wait, of wait the hang on a second. You, you, the Collective Soul thing, right? It right as rain by Collective Soul. That's another good one. What the fuck? Did, how did you have a non-communicative conversation <laughs> with Dave Silver right there? Where he merely cupped his hand in the air as if he was tickling his balls, <laughs> Bruce's balls, like Bruce was here. <laughs> And you immediately said, oh, collective soul. <laughs> okay. How did that happen? We just have a thing. Uh, Inflames811 writes, what does Tony think of the new era of the NWA? Uh, I haven't really watched it that much, but I think it's a pretty cool look. 
Sweaty Stallion writes in, if ass wasn't meant to be eight, why is it between two buns? See, see what we've, we've done. That's a real question. Now, I know we brought people like him out in the open. We've never had a conversation about this that I know of. Okay. Tony, have you eaten a, a lady's asshole before? I have not. You've never put your tongue there. Nope. Would you like to hear today? Well, is Whitney available? So hang on. If Whitney was here, <laughs> right, you'd put your tongue up a poop. No, seat. I would not. Okay. All right. Why are you weirded out by it? I'm just. just it ain't gonna get none on you. <laughs> She'd be clean. Stop. Uh, Salem Zora writes. Do you think Jeez. WCW should have toured the UK when the NWO was red hot? They only came over once the promotion was on its last legs. No, I, I think they they came over when the promotion was on its last legs because they saw that as an infusion of money. Uh, and yeah, it probably would have worked with the NWO red hot, but, uh, that's just not business, I guess. Really? And Pago Blanco writes in, have you or Tony ever had a cheddar bow? A cheddar bow? Yeah. He's talking about Bojangles. Yes. I've had a, I've had a cheddar bow. Scott Norris writes in, if Lois was stranded on a deserted Island with enough power on her cell phone, I can only make one phone call. Assuming she had both numbers, would she call you or Donald Trump? She'd call Donald Trump. What would she ask him? Do you think? Could you send a plane to get me? That's a fair call. Okay. <laughs> Bill Weaver writes in, if Tony Schiavone could sit down and interview any pro wrestler, past or present, who would it be? And what's something you might like to ask him? Oh, wow. Uh, give me a real answer and give me a funny answer. Oh, God. See, put me on the spot. We don't we don't rehearse these no, at the beginning. We're, we're calling it in the ring. Okay, calling it in the ring. We're... Um, I would have always wanted to. Uh, I would always wanted to talk to Luthez to see how, when he first started wrestling, how pro wrestling changed from the time he started wrestling until, you know, until he got he wrestled until he was seventy, right? Yeah, he was up there. Yeah, so I would. I would always want to do that. Uh, I would. Uh, I would also want to sit down with Ric Flair and ask him if he slathered hummus all over his dick. Would Wendy lick it off? <laughs> What's wrong with you? The funny question would have been, I want to sit down with David Flair. Okay. Now Scott can just smell his finger. <laughs> Rodney Owens wants to know, which did Hogan fear more? His thermos or the Yeti giving it to him in the ass? Yeah. Well, what do you think? The Yeti giving it to him in the ass. Because if you get pounded enough in the ass, sooner or later it's going to happen. Chris Oldham wants to know, was Hulk Hogan ever scheduled to be on the Starcade 83 card to the best of your knowledge? No. Best of my knowledge, no, he was not. Phototog Rob writes in, how hard was it for Tony to not laugh during the 96 uncensored match between the Belfast Bruiser and Lord Stephen Regal when Dusty was desperately trying to say glute gluteus maximus? <laughs> it was difficult. It was very difficult to, to hold back laughter when Dusty was doing his, his Dusty shit. Real Jones Saw 2 writes in, the Kevin Nash Macho Man limo septic tank truck, was that real crap that Nash filled the limo with? No, of course not. It wasn't. Well, it was it was, it was uh, chocolate mousse. Downtown Jack wants to know: Has Tony watched the XFL yet? No, fuck no. I don't want to watch football. It's Michael, not September. Michael Elam writes in the episode of Nitro where you proclaimed, "Fans, there is nothing written on these papers in front of us. We have no clue what's going to happen next. Let's go to the ring." Yep. Was that not the perfect example of frustration boiling over? Was that a fed line, or were you shooting? No, I was shooting. Absolutely shooting. And and it was frustration too. Jim Bob Squarepants writes in 
Has Tony ever seen Cody Rhodes act on the show Arrow? I have not. I have not. Who's the guy that plays the Arrow? Stephen Amell. Yeah. He like sent me like this years ago, this real shitty tweet. So I blocked the fucker with a fucking arrow. So you decided I'm not <laughs> watching that stupid show? No, no. What was I the tweet? Like, Something about greatest night in history? No, nah, I don't know what. It, no, I don't know what it was. He's probably was, a fan, and you were just you, you didn't have an appetite for it back then. No, he was he was being smart, being a smart ass. Ninja Rob wants to know: Would Tony ever do a movie cameo, perhaps playing himself in Jr.'s book when it gets made into a movie? Yeah, if, if sure, I'd love to. Hey, would you be interested in being uh, in the Dark Side of the Ring series? Because you could make a cameo. For what? Like, you know, when they're doing the cutaways, when they show the shadowy figures of guys working or wrestling or whatever, mm-hmm. they could probably cut away and you'd be one of the announcers. Mm. I think yeah. that'd be kind of cool. You can yeah. be on Vice. Get, yeah, get it for me and I'll give you 10%. <laughs> Is that retroactive? <laughs> Next question. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ninja Rob wants to know, what's the longest car trip Tony has made? Ooh, longest car trip I've made. Uh, I think twelve hours between uh, between Miami and Atlanta. It's probably more than, but twelve hours. Yeah. Inside Gaming Online says, "Can you tell us about Dusty Rhodes and the gorilla that he brought back in a cage back in '85 during a feud yeah. with the Coloss in the old NWA shows? Who played the gorilla?" And who booked that shit? Uh, Dusty booked that shit, of course, because Dusty was a booker. The The gorilla was J.J. Dillon. And, um, of course, you know, it was meant to be Dick Slater. And then when they had the match, they had Dick Slater come with the gorilla head on walking to the ring at the Omni. But uh, J.J. played it. And uh, I thought it was a hell of a funny skit. Josh, Then they had his mom come out, remember? I For did. Mother's Day, the gorilla's mom came out with a purse and everything and a bonnet. Concuss Jones wants to know, is it true that Vince McMahon is really just Butch Reed in disguise? Could be, because, yes, could be. And if it is, fuck, I shouldn't shit on him as much as I do. Inhuman Rampager writes in, who is the greatest slapdick in the history of our great sport? Uh, the greatest slapdick in the history of our great sport would be Conrad Thompson. No, I'm not in the sport. You think you're not. Okay. Josh White writes in, um, who is Tony's Mount Rushmore of heels? Oh, of heels. Whoa. Ric Flair. Uh, of course, Ric Flair. NWO Hulk Hogan. Okay. Who else? We, right off the top of my head. Uh, who got real heat, man? Who got real heat? Yeah. Ole Anderson got real heat. Okay. He did get stabbed. Uh, he did get stabbed. Yeah. Uh, when and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the old NWO thing. I'm gonna go back when before kayfabe, right? Or before sure. kayfabe. Was, uh, anytime ever. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think the giant was in that whole thing with Hogan. Terrible answer. Rodney Owens writes in, is there a woman Tony would give an Alabama hot pocket to? Uh, yes. Who's that? Uh, he didn't ask who, but go ahead. Next question. Okay. Dwayne Pierce writes, tell us about Floyd the horse. Floyd the horse? Floyd the horse. Okay. That was the horse that Dusty Rhodes got on or the midnight baby rider. doll, right? 
What? Is that a different one than the horse with baby doll? Uh, I thought Floyd the horse was the horse that Dusty hopped on his midnight rider. Okay. And had what? those rubber uh, soles on at the Runlick Civic Center. And because Dusty's fat ass was on back of the horse, the horse couldn't get up the ramp. I thought that was Floyd the horse. That's pretty funny. Uh, NMA writes that Tony Schiavone's laugh flash in, flash in front of his life. Let me start over. Okay. Easy for me to say. Did Tony Schiavone's life flash in front of his eyes when Conrad revealed that Buff Bagwell shot his own dad on purpose? Uh, my life? No. Dylan writes in, can Cassio come back for more episodes? If not, can you guys just sample a Cassio laugh track throughout your episode episodes occasionally? That dude cracks me up. Well, we can't sample a laugh track, but he is always welcome to come. But we have always found out. I mean, I don't know why he doesn't come back on our show, with the exception of maybe he's just one lazy motherfucker. Probably that. Okay. Philip Snowden writes, does Tony have any notable memories of overseas tours, specifically in Asia with Jim Ross? Uh, In Asia with Jim Ross, uh, a lot of us went out to eat at uh, Korean barbecue. And I'd never gone to a real Korean barbecue before, and that's where you cook the food on the hibachi. Uh, so, and then of course, uh, we went to a Rapungi after a show, and I think I've told this story before, where they poured all this different liquor in this the stainless steel uh, looked like a an ice bucket, and they sang this song, and everybody passed around this shit, and you had to drink out of, it. and the ice bucket was ice cold. And it was the worst tasting shit. I mean, people probably spit down in there. I don't know. And we it passed around, and I got so fucking drunk that I ended up at a Korean bar, and with Jr. and uh, Jim Hurd, and I I went. I had to go to the bathroom, and everybody at the Korean bar had this Korean girl that followed them around that would pour your liquor, or if you wanted something to eat, would get the food for you. And I went to take a piss, and she was following me in the bathroom. And I said, stop, stop. I put my hand up. I don't want you to follow me in the bathroom. I mean, maybe she was going to zip down my zipper and, you know, hold it for me while I was taking a piss. And I don't know. So I kept drinking. Okay. And the next thing I know, I'm, I'm like passed out and I'm end up and I'm in a, I'm in a, uh, a cab with Jim Hurd. And now all of a sudden I'm like so drunk that I, next thing I remember I'm in my hotel. Uh, and uh, that's all I remember about that trip. Seth Hicks writes in, would you like to see war games or a similar style match in AEW? Uh, well, I think eventually, but I think I think we're kind of war gamed out. Seth Hicks writes in, would Hulk Hogan have been successful in JCP had Vince and the WWF not existed? No, of course. Uh, yes, he could have been, but uh, listen, JCP wouldn't have done justice to Hulk Hogan like Vince did. Jonathan Harrell writes in, what are Tony's thoughts on the all-you-can-eat Shoney's breakfast buffet? I'm for it. Michael Guest writes in, what is your opinion of the Houston Astros cheating scandal? Uh, I think it's overblown. I think it was bad. I think with uh, technology now that uh, cheating should be really monitored. I've heard people say they've cheated. Stanley Stein's signs in baseball have been done forever and ever. It has. But now with technology, it needs to be curbed. But do I think they should lose their world championship? Absolutely fucking not. Dwight writes in, have you ever received a rim jump? <laughs> no. I got one, and we'll talk about it a lot next week. <laughs> okay. Dylan Jacobs writes in, uh, what are your thoughts on Rise of the Skywalker? 
Loved it. Absolutely. A lot of people shit on it, but I fucking loved it. Didn't you, Dave? It was no, a good a fucking fuck movie. Dave thinks. Okay, no. <laughs> Mike Neal writes in, how does Tony feel about Mountain Dew Zero? I haven't tried it yet. I'm really partial now to Mellow Yellow Zero. Well, that's going to bring this week's episode to an end. Oh. We appreciate you guys tuning God. in for hashtag ask Tony anything. Next week, we got something special for you. We're going to be bringing you a more recent show. How about from 2017? Woo. That's right. It's Fast Lane 2017. I think it's a pretty decent show. It's a bad rap. On March 11th, it's all about Living Dangerously 2000. On March 18th, Uncensored 2000. On March 25th, WrestleMania 14. On April 1st, it's WrestleMania 6. On April 8th, it's 4889 World Championship Wrestling. On the 15th, Spring Stampede 2000. On the 22nd, April 22nd, 93, Saturday night. And then on April 29th, Backlash 06. You won't believe what happens on that show. I'll tell you next week. Uh, but Tony, when I look at my clock right now, I realize it's about that time. And in the tag team main event this week, it's Dave Silva and Clint from Hershey with a bag of Chick-fil-A against Conrad Thompson in his SUV. Who's going to win this? I know. And we're desperately out of time. We'll see you next week on What Happened When. We're on Westwood One. Oh, there goes those, there goes those rims. There goes the rims. We're out of time. We'll see you. Ne- we'll see you next week on what happened when we're on Westwood One, and on Mondays we're on Patron. You rat, Sue beaten motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>